What's up, fucker? What's up, fucker? Hey. Oh, not much. Not much. Um, just getting ready to talk about this here classic episode of King of the Hill. It's one of my favorites. Episode four, Hank's got the willies. <laughs> the willies. Willy I'm really excited about this one. I'm sorry, I stepped on that. Please deliver that line again. That's okay. I'm really excited about this one. <laughs> <laughs> you said that earlier. I know. I recycled it. <laughs> I know. But, I think but it's, it's so funny. But it's nice. It's a nice thing to say. <laughs> I do. I, I get to say it all the time because uh, you know, I'm a Texas history tour guide. Uh, is my day job, and we go by the Willie statue all the time. Uh, in front of ACL Live, which is the theater where they shoot ACL, Austin City Limits. And uh, we drive past this statue on Willie Nelson motherfucking Boulevard. And uh, <laughs> and I always say, and there's a Willie Nice statue over there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets all so mad. If you look out the bus to your left, you'll see a Willie Nice statue. <laughs> and everyone groans. Oh, do they groan? <laughs> and I just love it. I'm on the microphone driving these motherfuckers around. Just like, yeah, you have to listen to everything I say. Oh, man, that's so funny. That's really nice. Austin is such a funny place. There's a statue of Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, they're on his own street <laughs> on Willie Nelson Boulevard. You know, he. Um, this is a great story about the theater. He Willie Nelson put up like millions of dollars of his own money to build the Moody Theater, which is where they film ACL. And it's got a state of the art uh, sound system. It's super sensitive. So you can't smoke or vape anywhere in the vicinity, like not in the green room, like anywhere, you know, um, in the building because they pipe the sound in like everywhere. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, But when Willie went to go walk the property and like see the plans and how they were doing uh, with his money, he know he that he was informed that he couldn't smoke inside, and uh, he had them change the architectural plans, and they added a balcony for him <laughs> called Willie's Place, so that, that he can fucking, fucking rip fucking joints before he plays because he's played like thirty four times or some shit on ACL. He was the first yeah. person ever on it, you know. But like it's his theater, he p- fucking paid for it. He's Willie Nelson, and they didn't think he would need a place to smoke weed. <laughs> Like, but it's a balcony and there's a, uh, like, what is it called? Um, plywood cutout of Willie Nelson. that's painted. That's always <clears throat> hanging out on the balcony. That's really funny. But yeah, that dude, runs awesome. that, that dude runs this town. He's not even from here. He's from Abbott, Texas. Right. He is from Texas though. Yeah. He's from Texas. Enough. It's so funny that there's a white Snoop Dogg and he plays country music uh- and he's like, from another universe but the same guy yeah well he was like a nashville guy like wore like suits and shit and like was a songwriter like at a publishing company or something you know and then he was like oh man outlaw country weed and like came, <laughs> came back to texas with like waylon and all the dudes <laughs> like yeah they're funny man music's crazy like that we've got like different uh like identities sometimes completely like, different identities yeah like he was a a different artist and then became like he wasn't willie nelson then like he became willie nelson when he moved to austin and stopped cutting his hair and shit uh my roommate and friend and fellow podcaster my friend am gitlitz is writing a book about folk music right now cool 
and he was telling me i think i got this right which is like there was like uh you know one of those little legendary lower east side village uh folk scenes in new york Mm -hmm. at one point that like a young Bob Dylan hung out in and a young so-and-so hung out and wrote music in. And, and apparently Alan one of Ginsburg's the regulars in this coffee Joe drop. Played... Yeah. But you know who else hung out there? Who? Rick James. Yeah. Like before he was Rick James. Was yeah. Like, he was, a, he was a, a guitar player, right? Yeah. 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 That's Crazy. awesome. Rick motherfucking James. I found out what's the lady's name that was the girl in the exorcist. Blair. Oh. Oh. They dated. Say it again? Rick James and Exorcist Girl dated. And the song (laughs) Cold... (laughs) For two years. And the song Cold Blooded is about Exorcist Girl. No. That song Cold Blooded. Yeah. (laughs) That song is about the Exorcist Girl. What is her name? Blair. Uh, Fucking fuck shit. Fuck, I can't remember. Man. I yeah, it's like on the tip of my tongue. It's Isn't like a, that yeah, sick? It's, everyone knows it. Uh, <laughs> that's so name? funny. But, yeah, there, there's like some real. I I saw it because I guess some like risque photos just came out of them, like that got being uh, passed around again. Um, of them at like a party, and she's not wearing a shirt, and he's covering her boobs with his hands, <laughs> and they they were when when they were dating. And That's it's the crazy. exorcist girl, but someone made a meme of it and turned her head around. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Blair. Linda name. Blair. I just looked it up. Um, yeah. man. I was trying to, I, could, I, I couldn't think of anything but Blair Robbins. And that's a friend of mine in Austin who's an awesome musician. Uh, but I was like, Blair Robbins. And I was like, my friend Blair didn't date Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be tight. Uh, I had this bar regular who uh-huh. is this older uh, white lady who's like involved in theater a lot. She's really cool. Yeah. Um, she tells me a lot about her like theater productions she's throwing. She kind of like started this little theater company herself and stuff. Really uh-huh. cool. But her she's really interesting because she's. um. You know, she sounds like the bizarro version of my old boss, Bonnie. Oh, you know, yeah. like the old fashioned margarita. <laughs> Like, like that's a perfect description of Bonnie, but with like she's good intention. (laughs) Cause Bonnie is like old white lady hippie started her own theater company, but she's like evil incarnate. Sorry. Um well this lady, she uh she like I think her neighbor her theater company's kind of in a like a black neighborhood. She has a lot of black productions and stuff. She just hangs out with a lot of black people, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, she also doesn't really watch movies because she's heavily just invested in the real thing. Yeah. And so, she, but she's like lived a life and she's dated a few actors who are kind of like, she'll mention them to me and be like, oh, I'm like, oh, I know I've seen that movie that, that person's in. And I was talking to her one time and she was like, yeah, oh, you like horror movies, right? I, uh, I dated this guy. He was in um, this movie, uh, Candyman. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> and I was like, I got I got a joke about Candyman. Yeah, I, I got Candy I, do Man. I know Candy. Hi Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut this part out of the cast. Oh, piano. No, it stays in. That's Jackson, everyone. That's Jackson, uh, everybody. But she like she dated Candyman. And I was like, you mean the main guy? She was like, yeah, yeah, no, the guy from the movie. I never saw it as a yeah, good. Yeah, no, Candyman. Candy, fucking Candyman. 
that's really funny that she said that to you because you do have a joke about candy. I know. I was like, that's <laughs> out of insane. all the horror movies it could have been. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, oh wow! So... This coffee is good, Jake. Nice. Oh, sorry. I mean, it is. This oat milk is <laughs> so sweet, <laughs> but just oh man, so oaty. All right. So Odie. Well, the second part of that story, right, is that later on she dated another guy who's another black actor. And his thing was that he was the first, like, black actor to play an alien on, like, some sci-fi show in the 80s or 90s or whatever. And she told me that that guy really, you know, like, you know, like a guy will hate his partner's previous ex just for no reason. Like, jealous of a person that they used to date. they never met. Alien guy hated Candyman. And he would be like... Well, he thinks that playing a monster is hard. Try an alien, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The acting is so much harder because aliens aren't real. You have to make them. (laughs) But monsters, see? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) The alien hated the candy man. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking wild. Anyway, sounds like a fable. Have I ever told you the fable of the alien and the candy man? <laughs> <laughs> a tale as old as time. <laughs> when the, the alien was trying to cross a river, you see. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you never trust Italians or something. I don't know. Never old do. Wait, don't ever trust Italians. We're not good people. <laughs> yeah, I tie. We're going to Italy, not you. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, one time my grandma shut me down and told me I couldn't go to Italy. <laughs> they never, they didn't, I don't think they went either, but yeah, they were planning a trip to Italy. And I said, oh, no, and I can't wait to go to Italy. And she goes, not you. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Well, all right. <laughs> well, all right. You sound like Bobby. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, all right. Dad. Speaking of Bobby, Thanks, <clears throat> let's get the episode. <laughs> this episode opens on a, a like almost like a still shot of the sign in front of Willie Nelson's Country Club, Pertinalis um, Golf Club. Right. right. It says no spitting, no fighting, no goblin in, uh, or gambling rather. No goblin. <laughs> 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 uh, he makes me think of Thanksgiving because of his braids. Yeah, and that made me say goblin. That's no funny. spitting, no fighting, no gambling, and then after gambling in parentheses it says he he, <laughs> which I don't really understand, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Hank's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. And no more than twelve in your foursome, which is a golf joke. I don't really get. Yeah. Um, Willie Nelson is saying uh, to Hank, "What do you What do you say we tee off together, Hank?" It's very much like a ha- like a Happy Gilmore uh, dream sequence kind of feel. It's like got like dreamy, twinkly little music in the background, and it like zooms across. It goes through the gates and over the the meadow, like on the green, and up to the tee point, like where you know, like up to where they're gonna tee off on the green. Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, um, 
what do you say? We tee off together, Hank. And they just do it in perfect unison. <laughs> Both of them hit their golf balls at the same time together in synchronization. Perfect. Which is not a thing I think that uh, you're even supposed to do in golf. <laughs> yeah, it's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes increasingly clear that this is a dream sequence, right? Yeah. Um. And oh no, sorry. So what the next thing? Yeah, so it's a dream sequence. They're playing guitar together. They're hanging out, sitting on like a bench next to each other, both playing guitars. Then suddenly the guitar sound starts to really crash. And what you realize is that it is a dream. And the bad guitar playing is Bobby playing Hank's guitar in the house in real life. And Hank, uh, like you know, wakes up out of the dream. Jumps out of the dream. His eyes shoot open. Yeah, but I have got to mention that Willie says, hey, Hank, let's jam. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they're they're like really ripping like a Spanish style guitar solo where Willie is, but their hands are just not moving like the, the animation of the guitar playing is so bad. But yeah, he goes, hey, Hank, let's just jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be like one of the hardest things to animate i would imagine because yeah you know like ai can't even do hands hands can't are like do hands yeah imagine trying to play like animate hands playing something that actually means something like you can't just i mean i guess they can that's why they just had the hands moving up and down <laughs> but like you know it it kind of brought me out a little though but that's okay. interesting i was curious your takes on certain details like this because you're a music head yeah, well, just because he started ripping his uh, Spanish guitar solo and his hand was just moving up and down <laughs> <laughs> like flat palm. <laughs> That's funny. That's true. Yeah, you're right. That's like a flamenco thing. You should be hitting the frets pretty hard on that. Um, Betsy is not a toy. Uh, why would there be cheese on Betsy? Hank sort of <laughs> says <clears throat> he picks up his guitar. His guitar smells like cheese. And Bobby explains that he was doing a bit uh, that this, his, this guy he likes, this comedian he likes a lot named Celery Head came up Celery with. Celery Head. Play, play guitar with cheese. He says, like he uses the, the cheese on the guitar like Celery Head. And he says, look, I'm Eddie Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's like a, a fucking poster of Celery Head. It's a fucking it's- carrot. It's a King of the Hill carrot top, but he just glues stuff to other stuff. (laughs) And his name is Celery Head. (laughs) It's like not really very complicated. Every every sketch ever written or every piece of comedy ever written with vegetable and head after it has been funny, right? Like cabbage. Like cabbage head from Kids in the Hall, <laughs> like the horny little guy in the smoking jacket with the with the cigar, the cabbage head guy. <laughs> like what? What you packing, huh? What you packing at this restaurant? And he's like, I've got a gherkin. And he's like, <laughs> like his dick is small or something. And it's like a little p- pickle. But I got. I just think that all um, vegetable and followed by head comedy. Uh, you can't miss. Yeah, no, Carrot Top really tore open like a hole in the universe <laughs> for comedy. It's, it's always funny because he's just tore, so weird. Yeah, weird tore open a new, yeah, he ripped through the fabric 
<laughs> to give us Eddie Cheddar. It's really easy to just make another version of him, and then everyone gets it, and they're like, "Yep, that's." And weird. it's and it's fucking solid. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby's explaining carrot top slash celery head to Hank and saying like, um, "No, Eagles. it's good. It's funny." And he's like, "That's that's you know that's asinine or whatever the fuck he says." And he says, "But he makes three million dollars a year." And Hank goes, "You must have got that wrong." <laughs> you just. <laughs> He's not, he's not even like um, he delivers that rot line really funny because he's not even like that's oh you know like, what like, that's, that's fucked up. He's like no, there's no fucking way. He just says like no, you were mistaken. Like yeah, but when <laughs> he's ex- when Bobby's explaining Hank what he does, he goes he glues things. <laughs> I know. Like, that's I'm all playing he the does. new. <clears throat> I'm playing the new Zelda game right now. Uh, it's mostly just gluing things together. Reminded me of that. <laughs> I'm gonna make a celery head guy in Zelda. Um, we have another example of Hank's fear of sex uh, in the next scene as Luann's walking down the hall. She's wearing yeah. a long shirt and seemingly no shorts. He's like, oh, you know. He's got a real problem with Luann. <laughs> he really does. He does. He can't. Like Hank doesn't need a teenage girl in his house. <laughs> it's good he, that he didn't have a daughter. Yeah, um, she'd be. He accuses up. her of not wearing shorts, and then she like lifts her arms. Oh, up, yeah, she goes, "Oh, Uncle up. Hank, I'm wearing shorts." And like, yeah, she he goes, "Oh, <laughs> at least warn me next time." <laughs> yeah, because to him, like, I think the suspense of that was like, "Oh, good lord, what if I see?" <laughs> she's just gonna flash him her vagina. <laughs> like, what do you think she's gonna do? <laughs> but she's wearing little little Daisy Dukes. Like a Texan does. Yep. Um, we like our ass out down here. True. It's hot as fuck. I mean, it's hot off. as fuck. We want our legs out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so he's explaining to Peggy why he's so mad at at Bobby, and he goes, "He chipped Betsy, and he woke me up from uh from my Willie Nelson golfing dream number three. So he has like." That like, I wrote that down too, because uh, it made me laugh for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Nelson golfing dream number three. That's such a weird like. The more I think about that joke, the less sense it makes. Like you can't organize yeah. your dreams. Like well, that. is da, is Hank keeping a dream journal? <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does he have a title for it? Like, <laughs> you know, like he's got to be keeping track. Maybe that's Hank's thing. <laughs> he's like, oh, what did. What does that mean? But he just, Hank just keep, takes it all literally. <laughs> he doesn't realize he's doing an extremely hippie thing by keeping a dream. Yeah. Because in his mind, he's doing an extremely organized, like, business guy thing. <laughs> yeah, but Hank just takes all of his dreams literally. He's <laughs> just like, yep, I was playing golf with Willie Nelson because we're going to be friends if we ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. So, at another point soon after this, Hank is asleep again. Bobby's outside playing with Hank's uh riding mower. He accidentally slips it into like drive or neutral or something. It crashes into his truck, and Hank again is having a dream about Willie Nelson. He wakes up and yells, "Willie, no, that's a one-way street." <laughs> <laughs> the dream logic 
turned that, I guess, into them driving and then him hearing yeah. a car crash. <clears throat> uh, Dale comes up. So the the truck is like the, the thing where you get into a car accident and the horn is stuck on, which can yeah. happen. Um, he's leaning over the front of the hood of the car or the open hood of the car, the engine and everything, trying to unfuck the horn. Dale walks up and he uh, he kicks it and it turns the horn off. And he says something about how he's been like meditating, like the horn interrupted his his meditation, which is another piece of Dale it, lore. It's here. waking everybody up. Right, it's like early morning. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I almost aligned my chakras. Or what did he say? Like, he's like in a robe. <laughs> he was like about like to achieve ultimate awareness something. or something. Aware, yeah. I don't know, but like, I think everyone's like doing their morning routine stuff, you know? Yeah, and then when uh, when he kicks the the truck and the horn stops honking, Dale goes, "Don't you dare take credit for that!" And he goes. It was not done by me. It was done through me because he's being a Buddhist for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, fuck, what happens here where he mentions alt dot conspiracy dot black dot helicopters? Oh, a sound. Another sound happens, and he goes, "Oh, that must be one of the uh, the secret government helicopters with like sound masking technology." He's he says it's like a it's a secret helicopter the government made that can't be detected like you can't hear it and they're like well why did we hear it he goes wow they're still working the 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 kinks out or whatever um and then boomhauer responds to this with uh another meme there's a meme in every episode he says uh you know dang old internet man you get on there and fucking uh, naked chicks who click 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 like you see anything you want on there whatever (laughs) That used to be, um, you remember like early computers, you could like go into sounds and customize the sounds of everything. So instead yeah. of getting like, you've got mail or like, you know, logging on or whatever, uh-huh. you could change it to shit. Yeah. That was. They thought, they thought being customizable and not just working was the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the sound I changed my computer to when I logged onto the internet was that entire soundbite of him going, oh, dang all internet, man. I got like chicks on there and shit, man. I'm like, click, <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> click, 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 man. <laughs> you got dang old chicks on there, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It made me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let's see. We get another shot of Bobby. He's playing with Hank's pitching wedge. Uh, he's like hitting dog do with it, dog shit. Oh yeah, um, he's like, what? Are, you're using my pitching wedge and getting clumps of dirt. And he goes, it's not dirt, Dad. It's dog poo. He's <laughs> <laughs> like beating shit with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess the bit like so far, the premise of this episode is that Bobby is like fucking with Hank's shit because yeah. He's, obsessed with a prop comic so he wants to play with props yeah so he's been fucking with the guitar fucking with the lawnmower fucking with the driver like all this stuff yeah yeah and then hank is like mad about it because his son doesn't respect his stuff yeah and he's not and he's not focusing like he won't pay attention or listen yeah Uh, uh, peggy is like 
scrubbing Hank with this weird little brush she has, which she refers to as Carlos. He's like, who the hell's Carlos? And she goes, you name your things, I'll name mine. Because he named his guitar Betsy, and he refers to Betsy throughout yeah. the episode as Betsy. So that's cute. <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> um, And then at one point, this all kind of comes to a head when Hank decides he needs to sit down with Bobby and like talk to him about this like sort of ADD thing that he thinks Bobby's going through. Bobby's playing a Game Boy the entire time. And uh, he's like, you know, Hank's trying to talk to him and saying, like, uh, you know, we need to like, like do stuff. You can't just sit and play a Game Boy all day. You don't seem to be able to concentrate on anything. Let's go golfing or whatever. Well, he's talking to him and he's turned. He's like, Bobby, Bobby. (laughs) And he's just playing the game. He's like sad or something. Then it's revealed he's just like holding a Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Game Boy kid. I can relate to this. Um, I, had, I had one of the old, the first ones, those big gray ones with the purple buttons. Big chunky ones. And my yeah. fucking sister and my fucking cousins took it apart to see what was inside. Ah, uh, that is annoying, but I do also. Yeah, I, I mean, I did that too a couple times, but then we didn't have one anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I was like, guys, you ruined it for all of us. <laughs> we don't have a Game Boy collectively anymore. <laughs> Those big chunky ones are you can make chip tune music with them now. Cool. If you're, you're a nerd. You can yeah, re- rewire them and turn them into synths and stuff. Yeah, I people love like uh, hook them up to speakers and synthesizers and stuff. Yeah, Jackson was taking some classes like that, like soldering classes and pedal, like mostly like for like pedal repair and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you can. I mean, if you got a soldering kit, you can turn any fucking thing. In. Man, or I would like to learn to do that sort of shit someday. It sounds real fun. Yeah, I want to play with a Moog with a big old synthesizer or Moog or however that don't come for me. I don't care how you fucking yeah, say no, it. I don't those play people music. are so okay, angry right now because you said that. Not Yeah, I'm a comedian. 100%. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I want to be like a switchboard <laughs> operator. Just up there like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> just, I want to just go to town. <laughs> you just made hand gestures like you want to play one of those uh, like a turn of the century like, you know, like slide yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> what the fuck is the name of that like instrument? <laughs> um, I'll look it up. Hold on. It's weird. I see a video of that every once in a while, and I'm just like, what the fuck? They're like, really, really amazing. Yeah, they're like for fairs. Like you can put them on the back. Like they they would come like with wheels or like on a wagon or something. You like take it around. Yeah, that's fucking sick. And they would also use them for movie theaters, like for for the score. And like for sound effects. Yeah, because it sounds like the guy, he's always wearing the little straw hat. It sounds like yeah. he's playing like um, the, the music to a cartoon, you yeah. know? But yeah, you but it's imagine all one thing. that it was composed like separately. And it's like, no, one guy is just like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> he had one guy with two hands and two legs is doing all this stuff. Let me see. Crazy. Crazy. All right. I don't know. You're, there's no. How do you even Google that? Circus instrument. Circus instrument. <laughs> That's what I'm Googling right now, if I can type it correct. I don't know. Tell me if you find it. But so what happens next, something really funny happens, which is uh, 
so hank's you know kind of lecturing bobby and he's saying like um you know if you don't watch it you'll end up like J- that jason adderley's boy um, did you or find Calio. it yeah Calio. What's, what's it called Cal- uh, calliope sorry oh, i can't read calliope yeah, yeah. Calliope. I, I can't read. Can you cut that out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, you can leave it in. Everyone should know. <laughs> uh, Calliope is what it's called. European Zoological Association presents. Oh, that's an old flyer. Yeah, it's cool. See, it's like a wagon. Oh, you Those can't are- see it. I, I was trying to show it to you. But yeah, it's like a wagon. They would bring it around. But it had all the... It uh, uh, ran on steam. The what old the ones. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> holy shit i feel like that was like the last musical instrument they invented right before they figured out you can compress everything with like technology you know yeah like synthesizers and stuff stuff were getting smaller at some point but that's like when it was at its biggest because they were just like yeah adding shit on this looks like one orchestrion maybe it's or yeah i'll look into it we'll talk about it later sorry uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with this thing now. Email us. Get on our Discord. Yeah, get fuck. on. Yeah, tell us all about the. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just set up an email cool. for us because people are going to yell at us, shit like that. But it'll be fun to read. <laughs> okay. Um, keep your ears peeled. We're only on episode four, but we'll get we we'll got stuff like that up. We can uh get Discord going and stuff. Yeah. We can talk about calliopes or orchestra, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Hank is saying to Bobby, saying, if you don't watch it, you'll end up like this Jason Adderley's boy, who's like another guy in the Arlen universe they never really come back to. But there's this other guy, and there's a yeah. shot, there's like a sequence uh, cut away to uh, Hank playing poker at this guy's house. Yeah. And he gets up from the table. This is like unintentionally funny, I think, but he has to go to the bathroom real bad. And as he's walking through the halls of this guy's uh, home, he goes, I'm about to bust, which I like. <laughs> Think it's about so now. funny <laughs> <laughs> he's grabbing the doorknob to what he thinks of the bathroom he's like i'm about to bust i know oh. he, he means he, he's gonna he pee, means he's gonna pee like, yeah <laughs> and he opens up the door and it's uh, he goes oh sorry sorry i thought this was the bathroom and he's clearly opening up the door to someone's room and then it cuts to the guy's son and he's like a little toad boy like a little <laughs> like a little uh like he got dipped in a vat of like ooze or something. Like they yeah. really animated him to look like he was from Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like um, a dramatization via the the you know the animation or whatever of like what just a what just a, a golem a golem esque like <laughs> computer boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because even back but then, he has, like, there were warts like all over him, and he's like green. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's he is green and like glowing. Toad boy, <laughs> <laughs> but he's Bobby's hero. It turns out. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. He's, he's really like good a, at video games, and he's that's his online hero. 
he's a he's a goon. He's just like yeah. in, in his little cave and he's online all the time. I thought yeah. it was really funny because like that did exist back then and there people like that were way weirder, but there's like yeah. a weird moment where I was watching that and I was like, man, it's so funny how that's all of us now. Like <laughs> Yeah. This was like an extreme thing. Like he's hiding away in a bedroom, <laughs> like like a <laughs> phantom. <laughs> and now that's just fucking everyone. <laughs> all of us, all of us are the little frog boy. <laughs> yeah uh and he's doing it because he's really good at a video game which like we then learned bobby says like oh he's one of my heroes <laughs> he's the guy who beat you know level nine in fucking 10 seconds or whatever he's held the record for some video game shit yeah which uh this is kind of the origin of hank's aversion to, to what he refers to as video games which will come <laughs> up over and over again yeah as a Those gamer, I appreciate. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. After the flashback, where do they go? Um, Hank decides to take Bobby on an eighteen holes of golf. golf oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip. I wrote down the line. Hold on. He goes. He's trying to like lecture him about everything, and he tells him about the boy, and then he goes, "Oh, you know, so such and such, Henley." Or whatever his name is. He's like, he's my hero. And he's like, God damn it, Bobby. And he goes, you need a full afternoon of lecturing. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming golfing with me. <laughs> he says, you need a full afternoon of lecturing. <laughs> and he grabs him by the arm and pulls him out of the frame. And they go golfing. That's so funny. <laughs> right. Because he's like, go- Hank loves golf. But he also gets that it's like a lecture. Know, whatever. He's freaking weird. Yeah. Um, it's the structure of it. He can use it as a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes all day. It's yeah, exhausting. Yeah, you need to get a hole in one. <laughs> Whatever dads do. When they're getting in the truck, he brings the guitar with him. And he goes, sit in the middle, son. I want to make sure Betsy's in front of the airbag. So he like puts <laughs> his guitar in the actual human seat. <laughs> he makes Bobby's in the middle. Um. And he's like, oh, man, you're going to bring your guitar golfing. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm bringing it to the fucking, uh, to the, 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 what do you call it? Guitar shop. The guitar shop. Yeah. Um, Which I love the idea of the local guitar shop in Arlen. Like, where it's just dads like that play on the porch that all get together and jam, you know, like, I just really, I bet the vibes in that guitar shop are pretty chill. <laughs> the guitar shop. There's a lot of river sandals and big <laughs> dog shirts and like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guitar shop's really funny. Two things before we get to the guitar shop. First thing that happens is Hank is explaining to Bobby that uh he has a hero and that maybe Bobby needs a hero too. Oh yeah. And he's like, My hero's Willie Nelson. Uh, he's like, No, little- no, no, yeah, not this hero. Like, you don't have a hero. Let me explain to you what a hero actually is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Hank explaining to his child what a hero is. Hank's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't need this broccoli head guy. The guy's name is Celery Head on the show. I think Hank refers to him as Broccoli Head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Which <laughs> is again very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost didn't even catch it because I was like, "Yeah, Broccoli Head." Wait a minute, no. Wait Hank a minute, it was Celery Head. Hank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're like both as dumb equally yeah um so he's explaining like well my hero is willie nelson 
he's also from Texas. He plays the guitar. I play the guitar. He, you know, uh, he's going on listing all these similarities. And then this is a thing I didn't really understand. I think it's like probably a topical joke of the time or something. But I was curious if you know anything about this. He starts to veer off into these jokes about how Willie Nelson has uh, has trouble with the IRS. Yeah. Willie, yes. Okay, so this is part of my, this is some of my favorite parts of the the episode. Yeah, Willie got into, Willie got into some Willie big trouble with <laughs> the IRS. <laughs> um, yeah, just un, unreported earnings and stuff um, and some other things. But uh, I, I think he like got like financially ruined almost like down to like he lost everything. Wow. Like, yeah, uh, he's come back over the the years but like there was a point where willie nelson like really didn't have much um and they used like the fourth of july picnic and like some other big like events and stuff like that like use that to raise money for stuff i'm not sure but um he definitely like got fucked like royally by the irs wow man he's just like like, like skewered like made an example of He's so cool. Yeah, it sucks. Why would you do that to a sweet old man like that? <laughs> well, Hank is trying to like. Hate, I'm sorry. I'm just like I love that. Like I hate most rich people with a passion, but I'm like fucking leave Willie Nelson alone. <laughs> Let him not pay his taxes. I don't care. <laughs> I love him. Leave him alone. He's an artist. They don't teach you stuff like that at guitar school. Yeah, they really, really, really don't. And uh, especially if you're like an old school dude like that, I fucking, I doubt that any of his financial advisors or anybody on Willie's team was like, we're going to get caught for this. Like they probably just thought it was going to always like, it was going to go under the radar and they would be fine and they would look the other way, you know, like. Like, I don't think anyone, I don't think he ever deliberately was like, nope, I'm just not going to pay taxes. I think his team and everybody was just like, we can do whatever we want. It's Willie Nelson, you know? Yeah, you know, and as Texans. A lot of times, the sorry to interrupt, a lot of times the uh, artists have no idea what's going on with their money. And then they're the ones that like suffer after that, you know, like the, they lose everything and their careers because like one financial advisor was just like, hey, I'm going to skin off the top. All the stuff you thought you were paying in taxes, I'm just going to take. And they just think that they can handle it. And then, um, you know, those people maybe go to a couple years in white collar prison. And then Willie Nelson or someone else just like loses their whole fucking life. You know? Yeah. I just, I hate the IRS too, but uh, very much. But it's just, it sucks. Yeah. No, man. Uh, that happens to musicians all the time. It uh, does. It's, it's like, funny. It just, I feel bad. Like, I shouldn't feel bad because they're rich people, but I do feel bad because, like, they really didn't know. And you're just like, damn, <laughs> like, you were just singing songs and shit. And you thought everything was fine. <laughs> and then they took your fucking house. And you're like, what is going on? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of times, <clears throat> you know, the musician, like, the, the artists in situations like this aren't as well off as, like, we think of them as. And Does stuff. we think? And, like, yeah. You know, they always this happens. Like I said, he's the fucking he's white Snoop Dogg, right? I mean, this happens to rappers like all the time. They always try to make an yeah. example out of it. Like, oh, look how 
irresponsible, you know, so and so was. It happened to one of the guys in Wu Tang or something. But like, yeah, they don't fucking tell you this. And you're supposed to have management that like does this sort of shit. You have, for you're you. supposed to your management and your financial advisors and like your team is supposed to do that shit. You know, like and but I think that most a lot of the time they know that they can get away with it and they're benefiting from not paying it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And but poor Willie. That's the point. Well, also, so this is another example of like a Texas value, I think, though. Right. Like, uh, you know, t- Texas was its own country. It very much people in Texas resent paying taxes. That's yeah. that's like people's kind of pride we still have laws on the books that would allow us to secede like (laughs) it's fucking nuts and we wouldn't have any power uh but (laughs) but you know yeah no you're right it's a fierce like i mean that's where the lone star came from the lone stars flag is like a fuck you to the u.s flag yeah one star literally like yeah one star one Texas, fuck you. <laughs> so, like, literally, the symbol of our state is a a middle finger to the country we're a part of. <laughs> Man, if you could isolate just like the vibe of that, it's so cool. But then, like, the direction people tend to take oh, it in down there, the, yeah. I mean, once you find, once you really get down here and see it in practice, it's like, ugh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's a little too hot to be that angry. <laughs> Everybody, chill out. Well, oh, we don't have to veer so off too hard, but like fucking Texas, man. Like the the independent like nature of Texas it's incredible. Is I mean, I cool. I embody like, it. Like I'm I'm a a big like fuck you. I'm from Texas kind of person, but like in a totally different way. But it really, you know, all the all the people that can do something uh with money or anything like that they they all take it in a totally wrong direction <laughs> yeah i mean that's like shoehorn in politics here or whatever but like the, yeah. the tragedy of it is like the 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 individual nature of texas like the independent nature of it is fucking cool it's just the problem is it's we're still in america so we're like capitalists about it whereas yeah. like if you know people in texas were uh we'll that critical regulation. of the government yeah but they wanted to you know, form a system that like supports other people instead of just like making it to where in theory everyone can own a giant ranch and shoot guns and be every like everyone can't be an oil tycoon. It's not how fucking politics work. It's not how the yeah. economy works, right? An unregulated oil tycoon. Because <laughs> yeah, the regulations <laughs> the enemy. So anyway, I'm working all of the, all, all of this back to get to the point that for some reason Hank is talking about Willie Nelson's IRS thing and he's like, Yeah, you know, I kind of had that too. Like when I had to fill out that 1040 form, it took me six hours. <laughs> he's talking about <laughs> he's doing, trying like, to justify Willie's tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. And he's talking about using like TurboTax, like the website. It's saying like it was too confusing for That's him. funny. <laughs> and uh he says, easy my ass, which is like <laughs> The name of one of those websites was like Easy Tax or something. Yeah. Oh man, it's fucking hilarious. Um, so there's this side plot, there's this B plot of Luann because she's like she's failing out of beauty school because she can't do braid work well. Yeah. And it's like uh, Peggy says, "Oh, all the women in our family have trouble with braid work. It's like a genetic thing or whatever that they can't braid. (laughs) It's so funny." (laughs) She's like. There's like a, a like a weird hanging just thing of hair you're supposed to braid, and she's like doing it at the at the school, and 
accidentally braids like her hands to it and shit and yeah it's oh. it's a completely made up problem it's like something that's not real like no one <laughs> you, you can braid or you can't but you don't have like braiding mishaps <laughs> <laughs> you're not like oh no my hands like it just doesn't happen um but yeah she's just always her problems are like she's so emotional about everything and it just breaks my heart it's so funny <laughs> i know <laughs> she really hasn't she hasn't had a main episode yet or anything we haven't learned that much about her but you just get these images of her as just this like but very relatable like i had cousins like this growing up you know where someone yeah lives at your house and you're like why did they live with us and you kind of learn like, uh-huh. a bit like oh yeah yeah i've had f- every yeah we had all of our cousins live on, the, on our house we lived at our grandparents for a time like you know like when you're just like what is this weird mashed up family and like one of them is a teenage girl with so many hormones and emotions <laughs> <laughs> and they're br- she's breaking up right or she's like she's- dating this is when we meet Buckley, finally, for the, for real. He's not in this episode. Because we see... This isn't the episode? I don't think so. Oh, did I go ahead? I'm skipping ahead, sorry. Oh, well, spoiler. Let's cut that out. Buckley's coming up. Buckley's coming. Cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but she's no. trying to braid um, Peggy's hair, right? I think so. And she gets up to like help Hank do something, and so Luann is like braiding her hair, and the, Peggy gets up and she goes, "I almost had it," and she just starts crying. In the couch. <laughs> oh man, she reminds me of like somebody who'd be on like Jerry Springer or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, she yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah, she just like crumbles because Peggy gets up and she can't finish the braid. Uh. Okay, so then we get to the guitar store. The guitar store. The guy who runs the guitar store is another dorky old man and he's got yeah. like a son who's annoying him and he goes like go alphabetize the guitar strings i'm talking to hank here or whatever um and they're just having this like you know very dorky which old is a man. really funny joke like you wouldn't like i don't know i just that's, think that's funny that's a music album. joke right because he goes by like alphabetically by like letter yeah. Or by the scale. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Um, then we cut to Peggy. She's at a garage sale. She's like becoming really increasingly annoyed that Hank loves his guitar so much that he gives it a yeah. name and that he's kind of like ignoring her because he's so concerned about his fucking guitar. He's neglecting his wife, which is a reasonable thing to be mad about. So she buys a, an acoustic guitar at a yard sale and then just smashes it on the driveway in front of the lady <laughs> yeah. she bought it from. In front of her. Yeah, she's like, thank you. <laughs> it's like a little montage of stuff she's doing to like get over it. Like she's in the fucking clash or something. Um, They're in the alley at some point and the bill like they're all talking all the guys and bill goes uh why can't santa claus be the boy's hero (laughs) that's the best (laughs) (laughs) well why yeah he goes why can't santa claus be the boy's hero he delivers he delivers the presents to all the little kids in 24 hours every night (laughs) in one night and he's like santa isn't real bill (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I was thinking, Hank, why can't Santa Claus be the hero? <laughs> I love Bill so much. I love Bill. Also, I think this is an interesting foreshadowing, too. There's an episode where Bill becomes obsessed with Santa Claus. Yeah. His Santa on the brain. He's got a childlike demeanor, Bill. He's got a whimsy about him. You might call it a childlike wonder. Childlike wonder. He's like broken, but he's got <laughs> a childlike one. Um, so now they're the cut to them playing golf. Um, there's like uh, a funny little bit where Dale uh you know hits his foot with his golf club or something, and he tries to break his golf club over his knee but he's like god damn russian reinforced titanium or something <laughs> uh bill is trying to tee off but he's like he's super slow for some reason he's just frozen in the position right before you like swing yeah, he's not taking any practice swings he's just like really hesitant <laughs> to, <laughs> to swing and then when he swings he just like chips the ground and like smushes the ball forward <laughs> like, <laughs> It just kind of like rolls downhill. That's funny. Uh, Boomhauer goes, dang old four, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. And then at one point, someone's telling a dirty joke. And then uh, someone Bill. points out, hey, there's kids around. It's, I think it's Yeah, like it's the- Bill. He goes, and so then the stripper said, and he goes, uh, Bill, there's kids around. <laughs> and Bobby's <laughs> right behind him. <laughs> And he said, what does he say? The, strip, the stripper goes, says something about like helping people and becoming a nun. <laughs> yeah. She, and then she repents and she becomes a nun. And then Boomhauer is like, that's hilarious. Goes, oh, dang old yeah. nun. <laughs> that's great, man. Um, so then in the middle of all this, like Hank's getting really annoyed at Bobby, right? Because he's like, fucking around. He's an ADD kid. And, but then. Bobby just takes a swing at a, a golf ball and hits a hole in one out of nowhere. And it's, everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. So and Hank is finally engaged with his son and like excited because he thinks he's got the prospects of being a, a good golfer. He says, Bobby, you might be the next Lee Trevino. Without with- that crazy accent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, I don't know who Lee Trevino is, but I'm assuming he's I like, don't either, but I laughed. I just assume he's a golfer with an accent. He's probably just like, like Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah, it's not crazy at all. It's just... Oh, fuck. That's funny. It's too exotic for Hank. <laughs> so There's a guy when I was a kid. My, my stepdad, Gary's... Um, friend and his last name was Ibarra but he went by Ibera <laughs> <laughs> and I just I thought about it the other day <laughs> and I was like because it was like a law a lawyer's billboard or something the last name was and I said Ibera out loud when I read it and I like had just this flashback of like being at a barbecue as a child and that guy like and he was like yeah this is Mike I bear or whatever, and I was like, Ibada. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, oh man, Texas. There are a lot of those guys around yeah. in Texas who are like, 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 like 
clearly Mexican dudes. on the record from some sort of Latin descent, but they're like, yeah. I'm going to be they a lawyer. They just changed their last to name to an anglicized, yeah, to a to a pronunciation that just like, they're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. No, I'm not Mexican. <laughs> you're like, the- no, but you are. But <laughs> but you can't. Do- I mean, you're just saying your name differently. <laughs> it's the Texas version of like changing your name at Ellis Island or something. Yeah. Um, but that's why I call myself Jackie Flowers. That was the joke. It was like, oh, I got to go play Lubbock. I guess I'm Jackie Flowers. This week. <laughs> Jackie Flowers. <laughs> well, they changed your name at Ellis Island. These people are just voluntarily changing. True. Names. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. kind of the difference, though. Is it like the yeah. fucking border? I mean, a lot. There's a lot of immigrants like. Well, that's probably probably true of the Northeast, too. But like, I mean, in Texas, there's just like, you know, there's this weird thing where like everyone wants to be white and it's confusing, I think, for people in like the rest of the country to understand that. Because like, you know, like when Trump got elected, there was like this this article in The New York Times. It was like, why did the valley like the Rio Grande Valley go so hard for Trump? And and, and everyone from Texas was like, have you ever been here? Like it was so clearly obvious that trump would win in the valley and everyone else was so confused because of the demographic but you're like the no they're all like republican conservative like white supremacists a lot they're all they're all king of the hill characters they're all peggy hill it's crazy yeah because <laughs> <clears throat> like you think I, I think as a white person you know you're gonna think of like well, all Mexicans must be like have like the nationalism about them and, and be like really pissed off that Trump called us all rapists and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you don't realize it's like, I mean, Latin shit, you're already like a mixed race to begin with. And then like yeah. with immigrants, like the ones that come here are the ones that are like into America. So they're like yeah. really into like, no, 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 I'm not Mexican. I'm American stuff. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, you sit with Cubans all the time in in uh, Florida. That's why so many Cubans uh-huh. in Florida are like anti-communists, like the biggest anti-communists in the in the in the fucking country, because they're like the they're descendants of the families in Cuba that got like driven out by Castro. But it's like, yeah, because they own yeah. slaves and shit. So there, yeah. <laughs> there's this weird. I mean, there's a lot there of good a lot characters. Of that in, in Scarface, remember? Yeah, <laughs> I just watched that again. Sorry. Oh, Scarface fucking rules. I watched it at the Paramount. I watched it on the big screen. I love the part where he's like, on the big screen. He's, he's just like looking at that pelican on the beach and he's like, fly, pelican, fly. <laughs> yeah. I say it every time I see a pelican. Oh, that's not funny. <laughs> but anyway, that's a digress too hard. But there are a lot of those types of characters. There's a lot of like, re- like real Texan Latin characters yeah. in King of the Hill that I, I like a lot. There's a lot of dirty Charlies in this fucking yeah. show. <laughs> hey, Charlie. Um, which is like, uh, I, I mean, when, when Peggy uses the uh, pronunciation, like, you know, I'm I, Gracia Ibanez or whatever. Yeah. She's kind of doing a lot of that shit too. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. Um, the next thing that happens is, he, uh, Bobby. So he goes to take another swing and for a second you kind of think like, oh, this is going to be like the point of the episode is going to be that he's really good at golf. And then him and him and Hank like, bond are going to connect. Good yeah. at golf or something, but he can't do it again, and he fucks up. And yeah, he- it was a fluke. He's not, yeah, because like he's not paying attention. He like he the reason why he was good at it was because he wasn't paying attention. And once Hank tries to force it on him, he's not good at it anymore. 
Right, exactly, because that's the real problem, right? Is that yeah, just, that's like, the that's the the source of it. Is that Hank has a lot of trouble loving his son? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the core issue of the show. Uh, so he does that thing where you accidentally throw your golf club, and he fucking launches his golf club over the distance and into the sun, and then it hits a figure in the distance, and they run up, and they're like, "Oh Hank God, Hank's, who did is he revealed hit?" To be. And it's Willie. fucking Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. <laughs> he goes, oh, Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> we get a classic Hank. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a real good one. So Hank starts to like um, freak out and kind of fan out at the same time on, on Willie Nelson. He yeah. says stuff like, I've been to. He's like. Uh, I, uh, I'm your biggest fan. Or uh, well, you don't even say we're like friends. I've been to you know? every He's concert. Because. Like, uh, yeah, because I've been to uh, every concert uh, except for that one. Uh, I've been to every single Farm Aid except for that one because I don't really like that uh, Ryan Adams guy. Excellent fucking country music reference. That's uh, funny. <laughs> Hank hating Brian Adams. Very funny. And he, yeah. And then uh, he like gets up and he's like, are you okay? And he's like, well, am I bleeding out of my ears? And he's like... No, and he's like, well, I guess I'm okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> Willie Nelson's gauge on whether he's all right or not. <laughs> he just hit with a golf club, and he's like, am I bleeding on my ears? No, tight. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I thought that was such a weird line. I was like, that must be like a Willie Nelson lyric I don't know or something. So I looked yeah. it up, and it is not. It's just something No, no, it's, it's just an out-of-the-blue joke that they made that, like, Willie's just really fucking tough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, because then when he's driving their golf cart away, he's like hunched over it, <laughs> and he already has a black eye forming, and he's like hunt like hunched over the golf cart, like like the weight of his body is pressing the accelerate the acceleration pedal. Yeah, he steals her golf funny. cart, it goes away. It's really funny. Hank is but he now runs up to get uh aud- an autograph though. Like even though he's just been hit with the golf club. He's like super out of it. He's pretty disgruntled. Like it seems like Willie is he's being really gracious, but like he wants to get the fuck out of there, you know, and Hank just like forces. He's like, oh, I wish I had my guitar with me so you could sign her. But uh, I've got this. Why don't you just make it out to uh, your best friend? And then he goes, well, I don't want to be too forward. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend. Yeah, he's telling him like all this stuff to write, like, oh, your best friend, yeah. Hank Hill, propane, whatever the fuck. And then he signs it and it's just a squiggly line, which yeah. is interesting because it's like, <laughs> oh, OK, so he didn't actually give a fuck about this interaction. Hank is um, pet well, mad. Would you, at- if you got hit with a golf club and then the people that did that to you were just like, sign this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hank is like the next day, he's really, you know, annoyed with Bobby and he's like, um, he says to him at some point, he's like, what are you doing now? Crushing Dwight Yoakam's voice box with a nine iron. (laughs) Really funny. Uh, fuck. That's a good joke. I watched this last night and I wrote down rooster boy and I have no idea what that means. I watched it hours ago. Rooster boy. <laughs> the fuck is Rooster Boy? I can't remember either. <laughs> rooster Boy. Huh. Um. Oh well. 
I don't know. <laughs> we'll come back to it. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember. I literally watched it twice today. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's good. How do they end up going to Willie Nelson's house? This is the only thing I didn't write down. Because oh, this is uh because Bobby has this turning moment where he's gonna fix everything because he starts to feel really bad that he's fucked up the whole day. He's fucked up the lawnmower. He fucked up the truck. Um, he fucked up the the golf club and stuff and the guitar. So he like he like couldn't get the the autograph from Willie or like the one that he wanted. So he takes the guitar on his bicycle and rides it to Willie's house. To go get it signed. Oh. And then he he pulls up to the gate and it says, again, property of the IRS. And then he like rings the doorbell and Willie comes up and like the house is seized and everything. But he has a trailer on the property. Right. <laughs> and he's like hanging out on the trailer and he like invites him in. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they get in touch with uh, Hank. Hank goes to find him and then they call Peggy and so on and so on. They have like a uh, one of. Willie's barbecues. Okay, I, I remember now. My favorite yeah, part of this is that he he pulls up on Willie, and Willie Nelson's is still like kind of like, well, you know, get the fuck away from me. But Willie is playing a Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's a stoner. Of course, he loves video games. Yeah, uh, and he's like, oh, um, are you playing the new, you know, fuck it, it's some golf game or whatever, and. Bobby helps him beat the level he's on. He's like, what you got to do is choke up and then swing right before, you know, so-and-so or whatever. And then, and then that's how they bond. Yeah, which is the same directions that Hank gave Bobby. <clears throat> oh, interesting. When he's trying to tee off. Yeah. I think it's kind of sweet, though, that he Bobby's the advice. Like, skills are what get them in the door at Willie Nelson's place. Yeah, his video game skills are what get them in the door at the Willie Nelson picnic. But also, um, he uses advice he got from his dad, just applied to the video game. True. Right. I didn't even put that yeah. together. That is adorable. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it made him better at the golf video game. Yeah, it made him better at the video game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but neither does golf. I mean, fuck golf. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a fucking, man, just real quick on golf, like being outside for that long, like, Without any water to get into, you know, like yeah. I just don't, I don't get the appeal. I guess it's the golf carts, right? That's got to be the appeal. I can. Is that kinda, it or is it the drinking? Like get, I can kind of do the driving range. I've done it a few times in my life. It's I love the driving fun. range for sure. But like, but for these people that golf all the time, is it because it's fun to drive a cart? I think it's the <laughs> cart. The cart seems really fun. <laughs> It can't just be the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just a bunch that's just a bunch of walking around. But oh oh well. I think it's kind of like hiking for them or something. I don't know. I've played a golf video game here and there that I've enjoyed. That's makes me more of a Bobby. Golf is uh on some level I like top golf. You like what? I like top golf. That those fancy driving ranges. That shit looks fun. I've never done it. It is fun. Well, yeah, because it's got like shitty food, you know, like flatbread pizza. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of place. <laughs> like they've got a whole <laughs> flatbread menu. Um, <laughs> but I went there. I went to the Top Golf the second time I ever went to one because I went to one for a birthday party, and then I went to one with Pat Dean's dad, Judge John Dean, <laughs> while pa- while Pat Dean was giving was teaching. 
uh, defensive driving at the comedy club. I had to <laughs> entertain his father, so I took him to Top Golf. It was pretty fun. Wow. Yeah. That sounds fun. It um, was fun. It was nice, man. Golf is uh fun. It's bougie, but it, I will I'll argue that it's a fun game. However, it's apparently like uneco sustainable. The amount of water is required. Yeah, golf golf courses are like terrible unless you're using like reclamate like uh, reclaimed water. You know, like water reclamation tanks. Yeah, like um, it's really fucked up. Yeah, there's like no way to. I mean, grass in general is pretty fucked up. <laughs> grass is really like lawns stupid. are kill are are kind of not the best thing to have. Yeah, not natural. Um, <laughs> like you know, you know uh, that'll come up because one of Hank Hill's things is the front is lawn. grass and his lawn. Yeah, but like in Texas, well, I guess because up there that's closer to that's like in that little nexus area and that little like crossroads area where it's like the plains and the coastal plains like the high plains and the coastal plains all meet and then bush country below it yeah right like if you're in that area of texas so like if you drive out west you're gonna get into like flat plains and deserts and shit um but like it's not really that arable and the it's there's not that much rain so like having a beautifully immaculate like beautiful immaculate lawn is pretty irresponsible uh in texas now with the amount of rain we get you know like and that's just not the kind we're we're not we don't have grasslands anymore like those are all gone because of the way that we farmed everything in the 17 and 1800s and so like it's we're not supposed to have fucking grass <laughs> like in lawns and shit it's just rocky soil like just do the terraform thing like zero scaping you know yeah also like there's Everyone no point just turn in their having lawn into rocks. lawn it's purely like cultural it comes from like literally it is just yeah but it's like super fucked up like just make it rocks just make your front yard rocks rocks are awesome you don't have to mow rocks it's crazy you don't have to mow rocks you can spell stuff out for your neighbors to read. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so Hank eventually shows up. Uh, he gets the word that there's this barbecue happening at Willie Nelson's place. He's really excited. He brings his guitar. He had made this joke earlier at the guitar shop, this really corny old man joke with the guitar shop owner who's saying, I'd sell my wife before I sold my guitar, which to yeah. him is like a, just a knee slapper, right? Um, yeah. And he says it at the barbecue as Peggy is showing up and she hears that and then she's like you know obviously uh mad about it because it's like the entire conflict that's been happening with her yeah well because remember we're forgetting that the the Ann Richards joke when Hank calls to invite Peggy to the barbecue and he's like, I'm at Willie Nelson's barbecue. And she's like, yeah, me and Ann Richards are getting our nails done. And Willie gets on the phone and he's like, well, actually, Ann Richards is playing tetherball with one of my roadies. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what convinces her to come down. Yeah. But yeah, she like gets super sad because she hears Hank crack that joke off. Uh, and then she goes and becomes friends with Dennis because <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> there's just a bunch of celebrities oh and, oh rooster boy 
is Lyle loving, oh, bro? That's who Rooster Boy was. <laughs> right. Hank, Hank gets there and goes, get out of my way, Rooster Boy. Right. <laughs> to Lyle Lovett. Because it's just a celebrity filled Willy picture. <laughs> I forgot that he walks past him. <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs> he do look like a rooster, man. He does look like a rooster. Um the best boy. celebrity <laughs> boy. The best celebrity interaction, That's I think, so is funny. Boomhauer meets Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan is still kind of young and coherent. Oh, I, I recorded it on my phone so I could just keep it all the time. <laughs> it's, it's like the, I forgot about this interaction, and like, and it's a terrible drawing of Bob Dylan. First of all, it's like. The, the character design is like not that great. He's got like really light brown hair and like he doesn't look um age appropriate at all. He looks like much younger than he should. It looks in like this. Yu-Gi-Oh. It's weird. Yeah, he looks like a weird character. Um they just fucking talk to each they just ramble at each other. <laughs> <laughs> he's like dang old bob dylan man dang old, then change your name but dang old zimmerman man goes woo just go right on past that man and, like, and bob dylan just goes off on Boomhauer, and then they just stand there and it cuts to the next <laughs> it's just that's really good it is crazy like that they kind of figure out a way to make to make you understand that Bob Dylan talks exactly like Boomhauer. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, I mean, it's. Inc- yeah, it's a really good joke. <laughs> what does he say? I fucking I don't what remember. What does Bob Dylan say? He's laughing. I can't too remember. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, when Peggy's talking to Des Hopper, he's like, "Do you want me to, do you want me to kick his ass?" They're sitting at a picnic. They're sitting at a picnic bench, like off from the party, just getting plastered (laughs) and eating watermelon, slices of watermelon. Yeah, they're eating watermelon. And she's like, I love you in that movie where you're the dark brooding villain, which is like every movie he's in. Yeah. I think she's talking about like Blue Velvet at this point, possibly, or the Super Mario movie. I'm not sure. Um, and then he's like, oh, do you want do you want me to hit, kick this Hank guy's ass? And she's like, oh, he would squash you. No, no, well, first he offers to run away to Mexico with her. Oh, right. <laughs> he goes, come on, Peggy, you wild woman. Let's just run away. Let's just go. Go to Mexico. And she's like, but I couldn't. <laughs> she's like, he's like, you want me to kick this Hank's ass? <laughs> and she says, no, Hank would crush she loves Hank so much. She thinks that Hank could beat the shit out of Dennis Hopper. I'd like to see him. I don't think so. I would what love do you to think? go to Mexico with Dennis Hopper. That sounds like it'd be fucked up. That would be fun. Go have a Caesar salad. <laughs> so eventually the episode culminates with Hank talking to Willie Nelson about heroes and this problem he's having with Bobby, where he's like, My son doesn't have a hero. I think that's why he's so aimless and weird. And then Willie Nelson says, well, you know, your son likes to play your guitar. He likes to play with your golf clubs, yada, yada, yada. He's got a hero, you idiot. It looks it's you. It's you, Hank. <laughs> and right as Peggy is walking up and she's about to give Hank a piece of her mind about uh, this whole thing where he's, he's too in love with his guitar, he picks up his guitar betsy and him and and willie start playing some tunes and he starts singing this song about peggy well no he goes in and apologizes to bobby oh right and and he's showing bobby the song on the guitar that's what it is yeah yeah he's like he he like 
Willie Nelson gives him the courage and kind of makes him go apologize to his son. Right. And like he, he like walks over and does the thing where he has to like like get the courage up to <laughs> apologize <laughs> to his own boy. Um like uh he it's a if you weren't my son, I'd hug you moment. Mm-hmm. And he definitely owes him an apology. Cause now he's all embarrassed because like Bobby got him into Willie Nelson's barbecue, which is the hugest. Yeah, and and also he's embarrassed because his hero, Willie Nelson, is calling out his flaws as a father. True. It is very yeah. good. But yeah, um, he goes over to to apologize and then he's gonna show him a thing or two on the guitar um which is really all like all bobby wants to do is play with the guitar and he plays this awesome song that he wrote about peggy with her like long legs and something something um but he's like and then it goes into this like buddy holly part (laughs) (laughs) such a funny he's like peggy 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> such a funny way to describe something you wrote it's like, yeah <laughs> yeah that just goes into this buddy holly thing <laughs> he's i remember the, there's a there's a, a rhyme where the first verse is like you see her leg and then she shows up and she's peg e <laughs> yeah he, has a, <laughs> <laughs> he just adds the y onto it yeah, and she comes up and she's like, can't kill. And then she hears him singing, Peggy, 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 Peggy. And then uh, they hug. And she's like, I love you, Mr. Hill, or whatever. She says, I, I wrote this down because I thought it was such a weird line. I love you, propane man. <laughs> Is how she <laughs> says that she loves Hank. <laughs> <laughs> They weren't even talking about propane. That's just a thing she calls I love him. you, propane man. <laughs> it's so odd. And the um, then he hands the guitar over to Bobby, and uh, the shot is an over-the-shoulder shot from <clears throat> Willie Nelson, and he's watching their family. Like he's like put the family back together, right? This is like the very end of the episode. Yeah, and he's put the family back together. And but Peggy is hugging Hank in a way that like you think they're gonna kiss, but then they just hug and she turns her head completely perpendicular with his spot or like parallel with his body and lays it under his head and he puts his head on her like they're it's like a weird statue like pose <laughs> that they're doing. Um and he turns around and kind of looks at the camera and there's like glitter everywhere and it like he's like winks like it looks like he's an angel and then it just turns out he goes it's Luann and he's like <laughs> you braided that perfectly Luann but you could go a little light on the glitter spray and he's like you think he's an angel or something yeah. <laughs> and it's just Luann giving him his braid and spraying Willie Nelson with glitter uh, that was driving me crazy the whole episode when I was watching the the B plot with Luann is I was like, she's yeah. going to braid Willie Nelson's hair. Like clearly. Yeah. Like it didn't yeah, happen this is until crazy. the last like, second. I was like, ah, oh, finally. You can't put the concept of braids and Willie Nelson in without like having them come together. But yeah, I just love like the fake little, uh, the little fake out where you think like Willie Nelson is like magical. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just glitter. Spray. It's just glitter that Luann is spraying all over this legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was really Willie, right? That's a right? good episode, huh? That was really Willie, right? Yeah, That's that cool. was really Willie. Episode that was four. Willy. That's a good get. 
It was Willie Willies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he is. I mean, I guess he is, is Mike Judge, though. So it's not like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. But uh, pretty cool. I bet they're friends. I would imagine. I bet Mike Judge um, does. I Does Willie still have that golf club? I don't know. I'm going to look that up right now. Um, it was at on the Pertinalis, right? Yeah. Willie Nelson Golf Course. Closed. Oh, no, it's open. Yeah, the Pertinalis Golf Course in Spicewood, just outside of Austin. Cool. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. Next time you come to town, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Hit Willie Nelson. With it's called play. the cut and putt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. That's fucking cool. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention one thing I thought was funny. When they get home, with way at the back at the beginning, when they get back from the original golf outing where they hit Willie Nelson with the golf club, they yeah. tell Peggy that they hit Willie Nelson with the golf club. And she goes, well, is he bleeding from his ears? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just has that psycho standard <laughs> for getting hit in the head. Uh, Texas is so fucked up, man. Yeah. All right. All right, fucker. You got any plugs? Good... Got any plugs? Um, My record's going to come out, man. Hell yeah. I'm putting it out. Um, On Sure Thing Records, I'm going to have a... An announcement soon with a thing, with a big old party, and I'm going to uh, press it on vinyl, I think. Cool. Yeah. Well, that, like, like physical medium with my face on it. It's going to be sick. That's fucking rad. Yeah. Um. So look out for my record. Uh, it's Avery Moore live at the ballroom, January 11th, 2020, uh, is what I decided to name it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows that I'm not insane and wasn't just completely unaffected by the pandemic. <laughs> I, I just need everyone to know that I recorded this right before and then my life fell apart. Uh, so you just got to uh, listen to it with those ears. I did one of those But that's going to be really fun. Huh? I had a record exactly like that. That it was like yeah. I, uh, the pandemic happened and then I put it out after and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm i putting it out just because and I had lots of reticence about it. But like, you know, I was like, what? Who fucking cares? It was really fun. And like, I just didn't want to seem out of touch. <laughs> like when people <laughs> hear it and they just think that it's something I just recorded. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's. That's coming out, um, and some McEwen stuff is coming out soon, too. We're filming some new things, so keep on a lookout for that, please. And y'all are going to be at Fest, right? Yeah, uh, the McEwens are going to be on Fest um, with, like, uh, some cool folks. Andrew Polk will be there. Frickin' Kyle Kinane will be there. Uh, Brian Ziola will be there. Gotta love Brian Ziola. The man himself. And then lots and lots of bands, like a thousand bands. I was looking at the lineup and they were sending us stuff and they're like, what are you, what are you looking forward to seeing? And I was like, I don't know. I can't read this poster. Man. <laughs> there was a really funny hard times uh, article the other day about that poster that was like uh pop punk optometrist uses the fest poster as a C like a CGI. 
(laughs) 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 That's exactly how it feels when you look at the lineup for that. Because I was like, man, I I just was looking at it. I was like, where are we? Where's my name? I was like, I don't fucking know. Uh, You know what, dude? I'll send you some fucking wrecks because I know a bunch of those bands. Cool. I am so jealous. It's going to be fun, though. I love Florida. People hate Florida, but I fucking love it there. All the weirdest times of my life have been in Florida. No, Florida's just Not like Texas in that regard, where like it's yeah. cool to hate on Swamp. it, but then the best people there are like, no, defend it, because it's getting yeah. taken over and shit. Well, that, yeah, there are really amazing people there, you know, and like I think it's the perseverance of growing up in a fucked up state, like to to be a better person and like, you know, don't be racist uh don't defend confederate statues and like uh shoot people with guns and shit um and like maybe develop as a person outside of that kind of thing um that everyone expects of you and when you tell someone that you're from florida or texas um so it's really cool people live down there um and the comedy scenes are pretty neat orlando is always very kind to me um, oh yeah. Not the not Disney. I've never been to Disney. Uh but <laughs> all the bar shows I did were fucking sick. So <laughs> Nice. Uh I got shows coming up um September. I don't know when the hell this is going to come out, but come see me and Jamie Peck. We have a show called The Woke, Woke Mob at TVI in Ridgewood on September 2nd. Uh I have a show with Minion Death Cult and the Antifada and my podcast Pod Damn America at Littlefield on the 10th of September, I think we're doing another, this will be the second time we've done this 9-11 Eve show, which I'm very excited about because they're always a lot of good time. We're going to ring in 9-11. Um, <laughs> that's it. All my stuff will be on social media at Feral Jokes. You know where to find me. Uh, and I, I think by the time we were back, I'm going to have like stuff for you. Discord and email and shit like that. Okay. okay. Thanks, fucker. Bye. Thanks, fucker. Recording stopped.